Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. for being here with us today. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with us. I would like to get right into it because I love news you can use. So let's hit the headlines, come on. Hi, it is time for Drew's News, your daily cat nap in the warm sun puddle of good news. Mm. And with so me at the crazy. desk is my spunky little news kitten, Rossi Ross Matthews. Yeah, meow. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> okay, first up, we love digging into the latest terms and trends in dating, and we've got a new one for you for the new year. The Independent reports dating apps say, Power PDA is officially a thing. <laughs> and it's not just for the Megan Foxes and Machine Gun Kellys of the world. 70% of daters globally say they're more open to public a smooching. Mm-hmm. Rosti, thoughts? Uh, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> listen, I, you know who I don't like? The people who say get a room. You know why? Because you go get a room and sit by yourself and be lonely. <laughs> I think we are... We are so lucky if you have love in your life, you know, to, to, to show it. And you remember those first few months of a relationship where you just can't get enough? Like, if people are in that zone, don't rain on their parade. Don't. Let them have that. We need more love in the world. Don't you think? Get it. I'm not going to judge you. You totally turned me around. For real? I, I was going to represent the town, like... Grumps uh -huh. and be like, <laughs> just stop it. Like with the licking right by my face. Yes. Don't. And all of a sudden, I'm listening to you and going, yeah. Yeah, because you remember, remember that feeling. You know what I'm talking about? Right back there it is. There it is. Oh. Yes. And I used to be the biggest makeout bandit. I used to like walk into places and be like, you and just smack them with kisses. Really? I did. Um, so just hearing you like about love in the world and being happy for people and how like tedious the get a room naysayers are, mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'm back, I'm in, do yes. it, fine. I convinced her. Maybe I'll do it too again. 
I'm very persuasive, you know. You really are. You lit my fire, Roxy. Yeah. Well, I've, I've seen every episode of The Good Wife, so I'm basically a lawyer. All right. Um, <laughs> next up, the average person checks their phone 262 times a day. Think about that, and you know you do it. And now Fox News reports a new study found that 90% of people admit to using their phone on the toilet. <laughs> okay, we are with, I'm looking at everyone in the audience now, okay? And 53% of those people say they've used their phones and sat there until their legs and butt fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I couldn't stop laughing when I read this because you know you've done it, right? <laughs> Where then you're, you're saying, you, you realize like, oh my God, now you have to like wiggle your legs until the tingling stops before you leave it. I am just like, wash your hands. Just to wash your hands. Sound of hands though, who has used the telephone on the old Lou? I mean, I love it. Wait, there's a woman who is shaking her head. I want to know, do you, really? It just happens to be my one rule and I will not give in. Oh my God. I don't know why, it's my one thing. I can't bring it in there. And what is your name? Nicole. Gosh, Nicole. Yeah. Um, Combined with my fear of possibly dropping in the toilet. Cause I am a little clumsy, so I just go with it. I, I, can't, I can't even so, ima imagine not having the phone. I mean, I will like hold it to charge the phone so I can use it to go. You know, it's like, <laughs> to me it's as, as important as having a toilet there. Is <laughs> having the phone there. <laughs> Well, apparently 90% of the world agrees with yeah, you. Yeah, and eight more percent are lying to us because I know 98% of people do this. I agree. When I heard there was a 10% missing, I was like, what? you know what, Nicole. Nicole, there congratulations, Nicole. Thanks. <laughs> Better than us. Well, next up, we've got a new study on dog brains for anyone who loves to talk to their pooch. Scientists say that for the most part, dogs really rely on context of your tone of voice and gestures to understand what you're saying. You have three little dogs. I do have three dogs and I believe this. They are so smart. They know what I'm saying all the time. Well, and you just gestured. Oh, I did do that, didn't I? So maybe that helps. Well, the Wall Street Journal reports that a new study found dogs can actually understand the boundaries between separate words, and they can hear a word and mentally compute what word is likely to come next. This is something that an eight-month-old human baby starts to do. So if you say to your dog, do you want a blank? He might have a guess or a real big wish for what word you're going to say next. I can tell you with Douglas and Lucy, I'm like, <laughs> I get really alpha on the dog. You do, oh, look at your dog. Well, cause you have to. You do, you have to be the pack leader, Drew, you do. I am a pack leader. I was a single mother with two dogs and I, I raised them in California off the leash and I'm like, I am. <laughs> And then I'm really loving and affectionate, but don't mess around. Yeah, I, I'm not. I let the dogs walk all over me. You know, this is not, look at my three, these are my three chihuahuas. Oh, oh my no. gosh. And they are so sweet, but super smart. I think, cause I raised them, you know. So I can even, 
Like when it's five o'clock and I walk towards the kitchen, they're like, we know what you're doing, we know, we know. <laughs> all right, well, um, for all the dogs uh, watching, we've got a new story for you. Uh, all those, because they're, they're paying attention to what we're saying. Uh, all those good healthy habits we want to develop, you know, we're all working hard, you try to do it, but sometimes you fail. Well, Huffington Post reports, habit stacking, listen to that, habit stacking is a way you can try to sneak good self-care habits into your everyday routine. And it works very simply. You just attach a good new habit to an existing habit you already do. So, for like for example, once you brush your teeth, do 10 squats every time. After you walk your dog, you come home, you drink a big glass of water. Make sense, right? Um, like for me, I like to multitask, so every time I watch 90 Day Fiance and there's a commercial, I go fill up my Pinot Grigio. Two at the same time. <laughs> Easy, easy. Would you ever try this? No. Well, yes, I mean, I don't know. God, you know, just another thing I can feel like crap about, that like, <laughs> the teeth brushing isn't enough. I didn't do 10 squats with it. <laughs> and here I am sucking down caffeine when I know I should be hydrating with water. It's never enough. But I do like the term habit stacking. Like I've never heard that before, but I'm allured to it. It doesn't turn me off. It's a good term. So what's something you do every single day? I brush my teeth. I, let's start there. Okay, so you brush your teeth. So there's, what's something you'd like to be doing more of that's good for you? <sighs> I, ch I need to drink more water always. I'm, I, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. So then how about every time you brush your teeth, you just commit to drinking eight ounces of water? All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you like a dog right now. You better drink water. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants some water? Who wants some water? <laughs> we'll be right back with more Cruise News. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until four, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. advice column and giving it that Drew's News spin. This is Ask, Ask a Despert. Despert. <laughs> you got it, you got it, you got it. You said it. Um, as we like to say here. We're not experts, all right? We are desk-sperts, which is harder to say. Try it at home. <laughs> Despert. So, True. yeah, so if you're in a pickle, we'd love to try to help. And today we're taking all our questions from social media. All right, fun. Our first question comes from Jennifer Levine on Twitter. Jennifer writes, my friend keeps trying to set me up with her good guy friend, but I'm not attracted to him. Should I give him a chance or be honest and turn it down? Ooh. Thoughts, Rossi? Well, you know, I like to believe, because I've watched so many romantic comedies, that sometimes, you know, you have to get to know somebody, so you should give them a chance. Now, that being said, if he's a total grotto, I can't help, right? <laughs> Oh, By the way, did you hear when Gail King came on here? She's like, I don't want a booger bear. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she was here. 
I said, you gotta, you gotta give people a chance. And she said, book a bear. I don't want a book a bear. <laughs> I was like, that's my new favorite term ever. But, but, but don't you truly believe that you can fall in, so, in love with somebody if you get to know them? Yes? Yes? Or I'm married Tom have... Green, so yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean that like, you know, it's like I got to know his talent. I fell madly in love with him. Okay. And you know, he was a, like, some people thought he was like a gross out comedian. Some people thought he was like revelatory and a pioneer, cause he was. Yes, he was. Um, he and yeah, I think someone's like personality and talent and intelligence and wit and heart, mm -hmm. like looks fade. Who's gonna be like an amazing person, funny, kind, good? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, what? love wins. I'm sorry. It was a quote from RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, looks fade, dumb is forever. <laughs> <laughs> looks fade, dumb is forever. Yes, thank you. Yeah, the RuPaul's Drag Race does teach the children, doesn't it? Thank you so much. Oh, you know it's Olive's favorite show. I do know this. Um, yeah, so I would say, um, why not? You know, uh, why not? Why not go on the date? Because the least, the, like the worst thing that's gonna happen to you is you're gonna get dinner, a cocktail, and a great story, right? Or you might sleep together, it might get super awkward, and then you're gonna have to figure it out from there. But you're grown up, so I'm sure you can. What Drew Barrymore said, yeah, go for it, go for it. All right, we have another question. This comes from Linda Bernstein on Facebook. Linda writes, my daughter keeps talking about the dark lipstick trend on TikTok. We had Beauty Week, we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, she said, I'm 61 and I'm not sure I can wear a black lip. Are there other options? So Drew, you're gonna take the lead on this one because with Flower Beauty, you know, you're the, you're the expert, mm. desperate. Let's see here. Okay. Um, black lipstick is intense, but if you wanna play in sort of the dark lip trend, dark purple is a really great thing to play with because it actually in certain lights can look almost dark as black, but because of the purple in it, it's gonna be very flattering to skin tone. Let's see Drew do it. Okay, put this purple. Okay, so this is the Flower Beauty. So I'm just gonna put this on. A little hard to talk on, Diana, okay. and yet I can do it. Okay. You'll notice Drew's putting on a purple lipstick. She's exactly. lining the outside, filling the inside. These are my favorite. These are scribble sticks, um, and you can put them all over your face. There you go. Just. Drew, that looks great. Just a fun way to like, and you know, you could just try something new and different. Oh my gosh, a side part and a dark lip. And finally, from Caitlin Jackson on Instagram, for any party, I always bring my special mashed potatoes and my mother-in-law loves them, but keeps asking me for the secret recipe. Turns out they are Boston Market. <laughs> Do I tell her the truth? <laughs> Ross? Caitlin, take it to your grave, honey. Take it to your grave. The only thing I will say in contradiction to that, Rossi, is 
I went to this restaurant and I was so obsessed with their cheesecake and it came in little individual tins. So I kept saying like, how do you make it? Can I get the recipe? Like, did you get it somewhere? And they wouldn't, they were just kept looking at me really weird. And I was like, I really, I can't live without this cheesecake. And finally they came back and they were like, it's Sam's Club. <gasps> and I was like, thank you. And I went and bought it and I've ate it ever since. And it's my favorite cheesecake. So I say, just go for it and tell her. Yeah, don't listen to Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, maybe she wants those mashed potatoes more. I know, but this is the one power she has over her mother-in-law. Keep it, keep it, oh, Caitlin, keep it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> um, and if you have a conundrum and you would like us to help, please write to us because we would love to get involved. Yeah, you're welcome, everyone, you're welcome. We'll be right back. <laughs> If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Urban Outfitters, Sephora, and Nike. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Okay, everybody, I'm so excited for our Scream Week here on the Drew Barrymore Show. And right now, we have none other than the newest Scream Queen, Jenna Ortega, who's coming back to the show, and we're so lucky to have her. Although, for this, I thought I would send somebody special in for the assignment. Hello, Jenna. Hi, Ghostface. Drew's a little tied up at the moment, so I'll be interviewing you. I love it. I'm going to ask you the final five. The extremely final five. Great. <laughs> First question. You're in a scary movie, but what scares you the most? I'm terrified of the ocean. Like, there's dinosaurs in there. That, maybe large groups of people running. Not like a marathon. <laughs> if I was on, walking on the street and I just saw a bunch of people running, I probably would start running with them. What was your favorite scream behind the scenes memory? I think the relationship that I formed with the cast because I mean, it's been over a year since we shot the film and we still consistently talk on group chats. I've never experienced anything like it before. I think that the movie just came at a really special time with a really special group of people and it really did feel like magic. And um, I don't know, I love them all dearly. We know you've seen a ghost face, but have you ever seen a ghost? I don't think I've actually ever seen a ghost, but when I was younger, I used to swear that I saw things all the time. I would tell my mom that there was a girl my age in my house or like children jumping up and down my hallway. Are you scared, Jenna? No. What was the last lie you told other than that one? I was hanging out with my castmate Hunter and I told him that I fussy weddings and that I did that for my brother. And to this day, he believes it. He's getting married, he's, he's engaged. And I said, hey, if you need someone, let me know. 
And that was a complete lie. I just thought it was funny. And finally, what's the scariest thing about you? I think my humor. I can get really dark really fast and it's kind of spontaneous and I think that that might intimidate people sometimes. Thanks, Jenna. You really killed those questions. Thank you so much, Ghostface. You are in a much better mood than the last time I saw you. Ghostface, scooch over. Drew, hi. Hi, Jenna. So nice to see you. How did Ghostface do? He did great. Okay, good, because you deserve the very best, and I'm so honored that you would come back on our show, and we just love you so much. Thank you very much, Drew. See you soon. We love you. Thanks, Ghostface. Thank you, Ghostface. Bye, Jenna. See you later. Oh, God, I hope not. N no offense. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. way into our hearts since he was just a kid and he's doing it all over again with the reboot of the wonder years please welcome somebody that i just can easily go out on the limb and say we all love this person so much fred savage <laughs> It's in person. And I have something to talk about. I remember when I was gonna come, like, you should come to Drew. And I was like, I can't come to Drew with like old stories about college. Like, I have to have a real something to talk about. Yeah. And now I do. Well, we've been waiting for <laughs> two very years it's very for you to come on the show. And I'm with you too. Like, I'm not a big go on talk shows to just talk. You want something to talk about. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Although we can find things. I feel like we're chatty people. I we agree. can find some common ground, you know? But also, uh, okay, so you and I have another thing in common. We're both some of the youngest people to host SNL. This is true. This is true. Which, this is a real source of pride. Uh, yes, but you, I think you were the. What I mean, was the look awe? At what you. did we miss? My God. 13? Thir I was 13 years old. I was, th how old are you? You were younger. I was seven. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. And we have Macaulay Culkin in between us. And He's that makes always us been the first, second, and third youngest people. Still, there's no one who's touched these records in all these years. Uh, that's amazing, that's amazing. Oh, that's my sister. My sister in real life played on, on the show with me. Did she have fun? She had the best time. My sister was in it, my mom was in it. No Wait, way. Is that Julia Louis-Dreyfus was in the cast? Yes. No way. We, and I was with Eddie Murphy, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, um, 
Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. And Julie Louise Dreyfus ended up marrying Brad Hall, who's next to her, and they're still happily married. Um, Tim Kazarinski, Mary Gross, Robin Duke, and Gary Kroger. I mean, I remember it do you remember, so well. Do you remember it, like, vividly? Yes, What do you, you remember? Yeah, very clearly, very clearly. I remember, and Steven Spielberg came because he was very paternal with me. Were you nervous? Like, did you know what you were doing? Did you know, like, you were on Saturday Night Live? I wasn't nervous. Yeah, me either. I didn't really know, I didn't really appreciate it. Do I mean, I did appreciate it, but, like, my dad was really excited, and I grew up watching it, but I wasn't... Yeah, I wasn't nervous about it. Do you think that you and I grew up in a way where we lacked that nervous gene because we started working so young? I think so. I also really resonate with your story in that you were an actor, you went behind the scenes, and you became this huge director. Yeah. <laughs> huge. I mean, I, uh... Your credits yeah. are insane. Your IMDb pages, it's like a scroll. <laughs> um, okay, will you play a game with me? Yeah. Okay. Um, because your yes. credits are so long okay. and you've worked on so many illustrious shows, okay. I wanted to take a look back with you and play a little game that's one of my favorites here. It's called Behind the Scenes. Let's go. I mean, literally, there's like, that's so Raven, Drake and Josh. Like, you had a whole Disney era in 1999. That's where I started doing, like, kid stuff. You also did Hannah Montana. I, I, did, want, I, want, I, want, I want something. I did Hannah Montana. What have you got? Bring me Fly on the Wall, Hannah Montana. Okay, so Hannah Montana was actually, like, a big turning point for me as a director. And so I did this thing. I don't know if you've ever done this as an actress or as a director, where you start to hold things at arm's length a little bit and say, well, I'm doing it, but that's not really who I am or what I want to be doing. And I got, like, snobby, you know, to be honest, if I'm, if I'm laying it out there. And when I did Hannah Montana, I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing my best work. I need to, like, really commit to the thing. So I had all this, when I was preparing for Hannah Montana, I'm like, this is going to be the best episode of Hannah Montana. Like, I'm going to pour everything into it. <laughs> and it was about a girl who was bullying Hannah, and she realized, Hannah's like, what's going on? And she realized that she herself was very fragile. And that's why she was bullying Hannah. And I'm like, this scene is about identity and about like crisis and about friendship and healing wounds. I'm like, this is gonna be the best performance these actresses have ever given in their lives. And I stand by it, it was, okay? What was like, you commit to it. You have Miley to Cyrus, like, cause she's a deep bird. I don't think that she's looking to stay in a box. She was the best and was a delight. I mean, she was really young, but it was, she was awesome. She was awesome. Okay, yeah. Modern Family. The best, the best. Give me a fly on the wall moment. Like, fly on the wall moment, like, it was incredibly daunting, but at the same time, um, it was really inspiring. And once I did my first episode and got like invited back, it was right. like getting to sit at like the cool kids table. Cause the first time they're like, hey, come sit with us. I'm like, oh no, no, you have the wrong guy. Like, no, no, come on. And when you got invited back, I was like, oh, I'm in. And it was, it, it was great. It was really great. Um, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay, Blackish. Blackish was a show um, that I have loved since the moment it came on. And there was a minute when it first aired, they're like, oh, would you want to come direct some? I'm like, I um, 
love the show, but I feel like those aren't my stories to tell. And then like when I came to do one, I realized I was so in my own head. I was like, no, these are, sto these are stories about, the, the point of that show is that these are stories about family and growing up and um, struggles at home and struggles at work. And it, they're, they're, these are universal stories. And that really, doing those you know, handful of episodes over at Blackish, I think gave me the confidence to come do this new uh, iteration of The Wonder Years um, for that same idea of there are, there's, there's, um, there's universality in the specificity of these stories. And well, that was gonna be my next question. That's yeah. a perfect parlay into The Wonder Years. Mm -hmm. Lee Daniels calls you, or he's a part of the producing team. Lee Daniels had the rights, and he was like, do you wanna be a part of this? And I did the same thing. This sounds like a great idea, but this is, like Lee's story to tell. Like I think he's the perfect guy to tell this story because what, what it was always from the beginning to tell a story about an African American family um, and how it was the wonder years for this family as well. And so I was like, this is a great idea. I think you sh you're the right guy to do it. I can't wait to watch it. And this was years ago. And then he came back. Um, Saladin Patterson is the guy who wrote and created this new iteration of The Wonder Years, and I'd worked with him before, and he's just like one of the best people. He's a great writer, great comedian, but just one of the best people, best men I've met, you know, just a great person. Mm -hmm. And um, he's like, I'm gonna be writing it, and I'm not gonna do it without you. He's like, he's I love like, this. This is, yeah. I love that. He's like, he wrote, about, he wrote about his experience. He grew up in Tuskegee, Alabama, and this show takes place in Montgomery. And he goes, I'm writing about my family and my experiences, and I'm telling you, like, this, this is our story to tell together. <sighs> and like that invitation in, so being so partnered with him and Saladin and Lee, it's just an incredible, been an incredible team. Um, we are gonna take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, I wanna bring out the Wonder Years star, E.J. Williams. In the back, in the back. <laughs> I know you've been living in that world, but it'll be such a delight for us. So come back, we'll be right back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Mom, what is he doing here? I told you he didn't want my help. Yes, and I'm sure you asked very sincerely. My mother definitely had my number. And since I'm not about to let this boy show up empty-handed, we decided to make a potato clock using one of your old science kits. But you're gonna do all the work yourself, you understand? Yes, ma'am. But those are the potatoes for my project. Sweetheart, don't be silly, there are plenty of potatoes. Who knew root vegetables could be so interesting? Uh, I did. Joining us is the star of the new Wonder Years. The baton has been passed. Please welcome E.J. Williams.
I don't know why, but first question out of the gate is I was thinking about Fred and I doing like a Saturday Night Live, which was a show that we loved growing up. Um, and I still love to this day because it's the greatest institution. Is there like a bucket list thing or something you want to just, that you want to do? Um, well, that's a great question. Um, for me, it's a lot of different things, you know. Uh, I'm somebody on set, I'm telling jokes all the time. So for me, something, uh, as much as people don't like it, I still do it anyway, <laughs> is try my hardest to do some more comedy, you know. Um, stand up, I love stand up. Yeah. Yeah, comedians are a national treasure. For sure. They for really sure. are, they're medicine. Comedy is how I get through life. For sure. And humor is an antidote. For um, sure. To the hard stuff. I mean, I think laughter and crying are twins almost. For sure. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, theater made it the logo, you know? Exactly, thank you. Duh, comedy and tragedy. Thank you, EJ. Exactly. I mean, that like literally is an artist's mascot is mm -hmm. the comedy and tragedy faces. Thank you. You might have just made sense of life for me. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem. Um, okay, so when this got presented to you as doing this show, what was like some of the first things that came into your mind? It was more like a what is this in terms of how would I be able to pull this off? And for that part, you know, um, at the time when I got it, I was 11, and I know I'm only 12 now. It doesn't really make a difference. Um, but it was, it was, it was crazy because you know, with the with the weighing heavily story with it, you know, um, how was a how was an 11 year old going to pull this off? And for me, once I was able to figure out why I was doing it, what how much it actually meant, um, and for me, knowing my personal beliefs in terms of how I feel about the things in the time. Putting that all into one perspective was great, and me being able to show it on camera just helped it even more. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're 12, mm -hmm. going on 20. Like, I know 40-year-olds who seem way less mature than you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, the way you speak is, it's like, that's the way an adult speaks. And I look at my kids, I was your age when I was, like, working, and I can't get you in your pajamas. <laughs> It's such a bizarre, weird. It's, I have my, my kids are the same thing. My kids, I can see what I was doing when I was the age of these kids, you know, of my kids. And I'm like, man, find your shoes, bro. Like, I, like <laughs> do you know what I was had to do when I yes! was 12? Literally. Like, I was like, find your shoes. But like, I'm not kidding. Right? I'm like, was paying the rent. Take a bath. Get figured out, man. Okay, were you doing this? Will you roll the commercial, please? Is this what you're Without doing? sugar or additives. Goodbye, Fred. Hello, Batman. A better choice. Can you stand that it? That was my first job. That was your very first? That was my very first job. That was for Pac-Man Vitamins. It was my very first job, and that literally, like, started everything. Like, I don't know if you guys could identify the talent in that right there. <laughs> I don't know if people are like, that is, that's it. That guy's gonna be here for 40 years. But um, it was enough to get me here with you fine people, sit next to you, Drew. So that, that started it. But EJ, you know, when you're casting, like you said, like you've had this experience as a young, a young person, you know, uh, in front of the camera. And you have to be good, you know, but also, if what you're doing is your cuteness, that's gonna go away, you know? Yeah. And so we need to find someone that was good. EJ's incredibly intelligent, you know what I mean? So he brings a soulfulness to this role that 
people just don't have at 11 or 12 years old. I think there was so much on your guys' shoulders too. Like you were carrying a lot of people through growing up and adults through important themes and times in history. And yet, didn't both of you have your first kiss on the show? <laughs> I'm like, deep important themes and your first kiss. Yes. Okay, EJ, how was that? Uh, <laughs> okay, look out, so good. Okay, you're going to work that day, and you're like, today's the day. Um, it was, uh, was kind of awkward that two weeks. Um, very, very awkward. I want to say um, the only thing that made it weird was as soon as I met her, I had to kiss her. I, haven't, I hadn't met her at all that day. <laughs> so I'm coming to work like, all right, it's just another day. I'm probably going to see everybody anyway. No, that's not what it was at all. I come to set, and I come in, have no idea who she is. I've never met her from before. And uh, hi, uh, I have to kiss you now. <laughs> you know? um, and, it was, it, was, it was awkward in that way, but when it comes to actually doing it, you know, um, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't bad, you know? Um, I'm, I'm definitely somebody who's into comfortability, so if I'm not comfortable, I'm not gonna do it. And I was pretty comfortable, so I was like, you know. <laughs> and now you have Beautiful little record of it. I do, I also, do. Also, which is so sweet, like a photo album, a moving photo album of that moment. Fred, your first kiss on the Wonder Years, right? Yes, yes, first kiss on the Wonder Years. Uh, I knew her a little bit more. We shot that towards the end of the pilot. It was, that was the very first episode, so I knew Danica a little bit better than, than um, EJ uh, knew Milan. Uh, but um, you treated it kind of just like, any other scene, you didn't like make it too important. You didn't try to make it too casual. It's just like, okay, so you're gonna do this, and then you guys are gonna kiss, and the camera's gonna move. And so it was very like, you know, it wasn't full of romance. You know, it yeah. was very almost, you, well, you know, like it it's very never mechanical. Is, it was but very it, mechanical. There's a sweetness, and yeah. you know, it, it is fun to have a record of your very first kiss. It is fun to have a record, yes, yes. Okay, um, <laughs> so I cannot thank you guys enough for putting this show these shows on the air. And if it's okay, um, we wanna go to a quick commercial break and then I would love to introduce you um, to my friend Zachariah who is like this huge TikTok star and he does these vintage gadgets and he's just a genius. He's been here before. Would you guys come play with us? Sure, I'd Absolutely. love to. Great, okay. <laughs> Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. former and current stars of the Wonder Years, Fred Savage and E.J. Williams. And also joining us is TikTok sensation, Zachariah Porter, Aww. who has over three million followers on his hilarious TikTok account. And welcome back, Zach. 
Zachariah. This is my favorite place to be. I I'm love so it here so glad. much. Yeah, thank you for having me back. I'm so excited. Um, I mean, how do you see what you do? How would you explain it? I don't know. I, I love cooking. I think cooking is really fun. I'm not terribly great at it, but I think if you can read, you can cook. And I kind of found like my love of cooking with my love of like thrifting and found these old machines that we're gonna use today. And it's just like so fun to see if they work. These are really good ones. I promise you they're gonna work. And I think it's gonna be fun to do it all together and try them out if you're well, ready for it. Well, as the Wonder Years takes us through a certain time in life yes. and history, Zachariah, take it away. Cooking through the ages. Okay, so this one's first. This is the Great American Popcorn Machine. It's already on, okay? This is actually from 1976. I found it at a thrift store for $20. I like almost squealed when I saw it because it's so exciting. And then it's really simple. This is just some popcorn oil right there. Pour that right on there. Okay, so Fred, why don't you grab the popcorn seeds right yep. here? Throw them right in there. Right in there. Yeah, right on top. You can't okay. mess it up. Beautiful, great job. That's it, guys. That's it. That's everything. Yes. That's all it was. Wait, and the, so then you put, and then is that uh, the, are the holes? Is that from melting butter? So, my gosh, you're so smart. And the heat is gonna drip it down onto the delicious popcorn. And it's you're you're smarter than I am because when I initially made this video, I didn't know that. I thought this was just for steam, and everyone's like, put the butter on top of it. So yeah. I have no idea. EJ, butter or no butter on popcorn? To be honest, I love butter. I just hate it when people overdo it. Like, okay. just because I love something, don't put it on it when I don't <laughs> want it there. Yeah. Right. Like, I, right. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, listen, my first job was at a movie theater, and people love butter. They love Something's a little bit Something's happening here. Okay, while well, the popcorn popper is working its magic. Yeah. By the way, is this the time to put on the butter? Yeah, EJ, do you want to do the butter? EJ, will you butter sure. the yeah. popcorn? You can Only if you, you want it, though. Do and you yeah. want it? Yeah. You know what? You don't have to do it. Is this an occasion? I mean, I don't know if this crowd likes butter or not, so please don't look at me like you disgust me. Okay. While that's popping, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I might be getting ahead of myself, but I think I see a I some know. type of We're onion situation. We're jumping snack situation. to snack right now. See, yeah, this what is what is happening with the onion. Okay, so this is the Great American Steakhouse Onion Machine from 1990 something, mid 90s. Okay, and I found one of these at a Savers near my house, six dollars, and I I love it so much. So it's it's exactly how you make a fried onion that you'd see at um, like a Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. So before we do this, I think the popcorn is almost done. I think it's like, it's, I think it's pretty good. I don't want it to burn. Don't burn it. Perfect. Yeah. Right, okay, ready guys? So this is the ending, how you do this. Oh, what? You cast that like this. This is like a flipping the omelet kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it is. So when I'm doing it at my kitchen, I, I kind of like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, Look and you were right. Oh. You knew it. I know, I know. You knew, Zachariah, that it was time. Do you want to put some salt on it? Oh, no. Yeah. Want to do a little salt? Okay. So little uh, I have no idea how to use yeah, this. Yeah, you do it. We'll do it uh, together. <laughs> hey, is that how you do it? I, yeah. think, I think I'm doing this. Look at you go. This is a workout. Ready? Let's just try a piece real quick. Look at how cute this is. Ooh. It's perfect. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into this onion. Let's yeah, let's this onion. onion. Let's make this onion happen. So if this one was easy, this one, this one is moderate. This is moderately hard, right? So this is not the easiest one I've ever done, but it is very rewarding. So you know like, it's dangerous. He rolled his sleeves up. Yeah, you He's know ready. It. He's ready. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so you take a, like a Vidalia onion, a sweet onion, right? You cut the top of it off, and then it comes with this amazing core, right? So all you do is you stab it right in the middle. And this oh, is yeah, vintage. This is, yeah, this is from 1998. So this gets a little tricky at points, but look, we'll get it out. We'll get it out. Like, Look at that. Look Have at that onion, though, people. Let me see. For. That's exactly what you want it to look like, That's okay? perfect. It so is good. this is when things get really, I want you to do this. I know, I think you'd love this the best. Okay, you put the onion there, put this on top, set it up beautifully, match up the little hole right there. Okay, 
Drew, I just want you to give you all your weight right there and press that down. Really? Yeah, I come on. I give it to EJ. I'm okay, okay, okay. Because I'm, I'm being a good person and I just think. It's the best part. Like, for you'll sure. have the most fun with this because this looks like such a Saturday night to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, it does. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. I feel sad for this onion, but I'm not going to cry. But uh, let's see. Uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so from here, what you do is you kind of like knock it out. It gets a little tricky because you don't want to break the onion, uh, but yeah. with movie magic here, we already have some setup, okay? So right here, you would, t you would take it out of the case right there, and then you want to float it in some ice water for about an hour, and that's how you're going to get all those beautiful onion petals you're looking for. See, that makes me not want to eat it because it just looks so good. Oh, you're going to want to eat this for sure. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. I know I'm like a seagull with this blooming onion. I'm like... Okay, so, and then from here, you do, you would do dry, to wet, to dry. This part, you need to roll up your sleeves for this one. This gets really, really messy. Okay. Um, do you want to do it? Oh, go for it. Sorry. Just no, I wanted to. I thought you were suggesting. I really wanted to. I didn't know if you wanted to or not. Why dry, then wet, then back to dry? That's what Google says, and I'm not really sure That's either. That's okay, great. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. Got it. And then back into dry. And then from here after this, you'd pop it in a fry later for three minutes on its top, flip it around on the bottom. And then after that, it's pretty much done. And that's how we have these here right now. That looks what do you good. want to do that one? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little stuck with it. No, but... put it there, put it there. Okay. I'm gonna, can I try the blooming onion? Yeah, now? Can I we think, all try the blooming onion? I think onion? we all should try the blooming or the, onion. Or the blossom blossom. I mean, can't wait. Well, yeah, I wanna get on this? Yes. Okay, By you guys way, go first. Fred, didn't you intern with like Chef Ludo, who's one of the greatest chefs like in the world? I worked in a couple, yeah, in the kitchen with him oh, uh, wow. for, for a little while. Yeah. Okay, so you're yeah. familiar. Let me see this. Yeah. And oh, how, how was that? Ludo's so it's famous. Um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I didn't do a lot cooking. Get your hand in there. I like we'll wash your hand would like go in for like okay. setup and like yeah. pit cherries for like two hours. <laughs> like you didn't let me do a lot of like cooking. Okay, EJ, Fred, Zachariah, this is just such a treat and such a pleasure. And um, thank you, you guys. The Wonder Years airs on Wednesday nights on ABC. Nice. It's back. Thanks to Fred and EJ. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.